Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 326. I had a topic that I was going to talk about today, but I've decided to hold off on that one until uh, maybe next week. And I've had a few people that I've been in uh, conversations with that sparked this particular topic. It's actually a revisit of a topic that I covered about a year ago. So if you go back to episode 276, uh, which aired on February 5th, 2020, I talked about uh, kind of the the dating dating in the modern era of apps and swipes and likes. And this was right before the pandemic really hit. I mean, the, the pandemic was in the news. There were reports of, I think, the first initial cases. But, um, you know, this was early on in February. And what was interesting is shortly after that, that was pretty much my only in-person date. And then we get into March and then all of a sudden we're in a pandemic and I haven't really done a lot of in-person dating since then. So everything changed uh, moving virtually. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that, this phrase dating in a pandemic, which you may have heard if you are dating or have friends who are dating or in the dating world. It's one that you may hear often. There are articles on it. There are certainly plenty of podcasts that have been recorded on it. It's one of those phrases that's a conundrum. Uh, you know, is it a? It almost sounds like a contradiction in terms. So I want to just share a little bit of my experiences and uh, maybe some guidelines that will help you if you're trying to navigate this as well. I've had a lot of conversations with friends who are married and in relationships, as well as friends who are single, just kind of uh, getting opinions or sharing my um, experiences with this. So let's talk a little bit about this. Well, the first thing I want to share is just the comfort level is going to vary from person to person. Now, my personal experience has been I've been a a lot more conservative about venturing out. Uh, That's mostly because uh, I work with my dad and, you know, I want to make sure that he's as protected as possible. And uh, I've talked about this on prior episodes. So family has been a number one priority for me. So I really limit the amount of interaction that I have with other people uh, for the time being. The other reason, and I've talked about this as well, is that I do have a blood pressure condition, which actually I've been able to manage very well during this time. Uh, And I talked about that on a prior episode, but that does put me in a slightly higher risk category. So I've just been more on the conservative side. Now, I know it's going to vary some people are comfortable going out on outdoor dates only, and some people are are comfortable going on indoor dates. So the first thing to know is that it really is going to vary on your circumstances. A lot's going to depend on your personal, you know, your personal bubble, as well as your particular health conditions, and which activities or activity you are comfortable doing. And of course, the larger consideration of what are the regulations and recommendations within your state, within your county. Um, But for me personally, I'm uh, uh, trending more towards the conservative side. So what I have noticed, and uh, I talk about this in 276, just uh, and uh, I'll have it linked in the write-up if you want to explore that episode more, kind of the era of dating in, in mobile app era, if you will, uh, is that my observation has been that mobile app usage for dating apps has increased significantly. And I think it's just the number of people that I've seen on there 
certainly the number of connections that I've gotten on dating apps, I would say is two to three times more than uh, pre-pandemic errors. So, I, I, and I've read articles and seen news blurbs about how the stats on these apps, uh, you know, the usage is higher than ever. In fact, recently in the news, uh, Bumble went public and it had a pretty smashing debut and, you know, part of the calculus was the fact that it is a really, the user base has increased significantly. So there's a lot, uh, you know, that has, that has kind of uh, led to the proliferation of people being on dating apps. So I've noticed a lot more connections. However, that has not necessarily translated into interactions, so engagement. So uh, I may get a number of matches, but not all of them are going to communicate. And so, and that might be born out of many different reasons. It, you know, I think for some people, they may be uh, on these dating apps, but they may be kind of engaged in so many different things. There might be app burnout uh, for other people. It could be boredom. I, I think, uh, you know, some people may look at dating apps as sort of this gamification and it's it's taken the place of a mobile app game, which is unfortunate. I, I think if you're on a mobile app and you're connecting with people, then uh, you know that should be where your focus is. But you know, there's many different reasons why someone might be on a dating app. For me personally, it's always been about the potential of meeting someone and developing a fulfilling long-term relationship, and so that's kind of been my goal uh, with the dating apps. However, one of the things that I've done is I've had to temper that expectation based on the circumstances, based on the fact that I'm not going out on traditional dates, you know, drinks, dinner, whatsoever, what, what have you. That's not really in the cards right now. I've kept it mostly virtual. So uh, one thing that I think really helps, and uh, I, I've really, really made it a point to do this, is to update my profiles so that I state up front what it is I'm comfortable doing and and sharing a little bit about that so anyone who comes across my profile will know that uh, my comfort level right now or what I'm able to do right now what the limitations of those are and uh, to the credit of a lot of the people who are on these dating apps uh, I see a lot of the same and in fact some of the dating apps I think have done a really good job they've even included categories in their menus for uh, dating in this time so uh, you know I think Bumble has a, a category for that you know what what is your pandemic dating uh, status is it virtual is it uh, socially distanced outdoors or is it indoors that kind of thing so I think if you are on a dating app that has that do fill that out I think that can really be helpful or uh, we're both, you know, added to your profile. And, you know, when I do engage with someone, I bring it up. I bring it up in conversation and kind of lay it out uh, there, you know, at the forefront so that the, the other person knows. Um, be safe and stay within your comfort zone. Don't feel like you have to do something that is outside of your comfort zone. We are still in very uncertain times. And uh, it's great that, you know, we have vaccines that are now on the market. But obviously, you know, a lot of people need to be vaccinated. We have uh, priority people, groups that need to be vaccinated first. So this is going to this is going to be a while. We're going to be in this kind of transitioning out of the pandemic period for a while. So whatever your comfort zone is, you know, stay with that. And you really should be engaging with someone who's going to 
be on the same page or at the very least be understanding of that. And if they're not, then it's probably not a good match or not a good time. Uh, be kind. I've noticed during the pandemic, and maybe you have as well, that there is a lot less kind of basic social decorum sometimes. You know, there's a lot more ghosting. I've had situations where I've connected with someone and we're, we're talking all of a sudden uh, she just kind of ghosts, just disappears. Even in mid-conversation, I've noticed, not even at a kind of a break point, but I've noticed that that has happened. And that's, I, I you know, I've never been a fan of ghosting. It's, I just don't think it's cool. But I think um, what has happened with so many people just being virtual, it just... I don't know what it is. I think sometimes people uh, just forget that at the other end of that messaging app, at the other end of that video chat, that uh, that there is a person, uh, you know, and that, you know, we need to be considerate of everyone because everyone's dealing with this. Everyone is dealing with the same pressures of uh, of this pandemic, of dealing with managing family and friends and your, your work life. So uh, just be considerate of that. Basic courtesy, I think, is something that we shouldn't lose, especially, you know, in these times, I think we need to be more mindful of that. So be safe, be kind. I also think it, it's more important to that to be direct and honest. I think what has happened, and I've noticed this in communication a lot, is that we've become a lot more what, I've, what I will call uh, passive polite, where really um, we're not saying... Uh, we're not being intentional with our with our choice of words, and we're not really communicating clearly with one another. And so that's something that I've been very mindful of, is that if I connect with someone, if someone takes the time to connect with me, but maybe I'm not feeling a romantic connection with that person, I will let her know. I will say, look, I think uh, I get more of a, a friendship vibe. I would love to be friends if you're interested, if I feel that that is more of the appropriate connection that we have. And so I try to do that as much as I can, just so that there's no uh, uncertainty or doubt. Because, you know, as will happen with virtual connections, sometimes one person is uh, feels something that the other person may not. And I've had it the other way as well. And I know for me, I appreciate it when the other person is uh, upfront about that. So really, I, I think common courtesy and being thoughtful to the other person, I think, is something that we can always do more with. Now, what I want to do for the rest of the episode is just spend a little bit of time talking about the mechanics of virtual dating. And I refer you back to episode 317, where I talked about some of the tools for doing a group get-together, like a Friendsgiving or happy hour. And I want to now shift that more towards the dating um, scenario. So uh, one thing that I recently learned, in fact, I actually learned this on a virtual date, is that Zoom, and I know so many of you are using Zoom for your work, you're using it. I'm on a lot of Zoom meetings, as well as uh, I'm taking uh, webinars and seminars from uh, my alma mater and uh, doing alumni chats and things like that. But um, I learned recently that if you're on a Zoom call with just one other person and you only have the basic or free plan, you don't have the same 40-minute time limit. I had assumed that every uh, Zoom call was a 40-minute time limit if you're just on the basic plan, but that's only for groups more than two. So I do a lot of Zoom 
uh, conferences with a, a number of people. But if you're on a one-on-one call, you actually don't have that same time limit. In fact, I looked it up right before recording this podcast. I think it's 24 hours. So that's plenty of time. And, you know, so if you have like a one-hour, two-hour Zoom call, you know, you won't have to worry about that time limit. And, Gosh, uh, you know, if you really hit it off and you want to go the distance, you know, you, you have 24 hours before you, you have to hop off. Uh, I've also talked about on 317 some of the other tools that are out there like Skype, Google Duo, Facebook Video. Those are all options that are available. Uh, in terms of my approach with uh, virtual dating, uh, so if I connect with someone, let's say on, a, on an app like Bumble or Hinge or something like that, I, I start out by just engaging in in the messaging conversation with that person. And what's great is that a lot of the apps have now enhanced uh, their features with video chat and voice chat. So if you want to move to that next level, and I generally do, I generally don't like to do a lot of texting back and forth. I want to move to usually a voice call. And then from there, uh, a video chat. I think a video chat really is... um, probably one of the best ways to do a virtual date. I mean, phone calls are great and I enjoy, you know, texting as much as anyone else, but really if you want to develop at least some of that um, in-person rapport or get a sense of the person, the inflections, the facial expressions, a video chat is about as good as you can get short of meeting in person. And, um, you know, I I generally like to keep the first... uh, virtual chat day, just kind of conversations, just learning about her and her learning about me, uh, maybe uh, sharing a glass of wine, you know, <laughs> that's always a fun thing to do. And then you can always uh, mix it up from there. You know, you could do a dinner date. I haven't done that yet, but that might be pretty interesting. Uh, movie night, I think is always a fun thing to do. And then there are plugins for, I think, Google Chrome, where if you want to, if you both have a Netflix account, I think you can sync it up at the same time if you're watching it on your computer. I think it's called House Party. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll look it up and it'll be in the write-up. Or you can always just text. And I've done movie nights where it's just texting. And then, you know, we just pause at a particular movie uh, and then just try to sync it up, you know, just uh, just manually. So, I mean, there are a lot of considerations now to virtual dating um, and dating in general. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, just be safe, be kind, and be upfront about what it is you're looking for and uh, what you feel comfortable doing. And it's okay to be friends. I've made uh, a few friendships, you know, that started out as virtual dates, and that's always cool as well. So part of this is just, you know, we're connecting and we're all trying to survive and and get through each day. Anyway, the write-up for today's episode will be available on the website. It may not be up immediately. I'm still catching up on some of the the write-ups. So uh, you will find it at bemovingforward.com forward slash blog. And I'll have links to episode 276 as well as 317. Have a great week and stay safe.